Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wapow! Welcome back, everyone, Wapow. to the Triforce Podcast. Oh, unbelievable! We been. live in a world where people allow other people to shit in their house. But listen, guys, I have a new one for you. Uh, <laughs> I got a new topic. <laughs> Further on from that last week's topic, I would like to present to you this topic. Oh, I love that. That was a great show last week. Um, oh, would sorry. you? Okay, how do you guys oh. feel about? You having somebody visit you and they stay at your house, like sleep at your house and like shower and every like they live at your house for like a week or whatever. They come over. Who is it? Let's just say, okay, let's say your parents, your parents are visiting, right. are, are in town, they're visiting. What, what, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your knee jerk reaction? Is it, yeah, you guys can stay with me or is it, yeah, you guys better find a hotel, like, uh. You know, my mum. My mum always stays with us. She's right. she's come up. I'd say I'd say four or five times a year for the last eleven years. Sure, because she's on her own. So if, yeah. if the the last time my parents were in the same room was at my wedding at two thousand and one. Right. Okay, um, and my stepmother was there as well. Right. So that was kind of awkward. okay. What about your dad and your stepmom? Would they stay if they came over? No, they when whenever they come over, they stay in a hotel. Right. Okay. And if they couldn't stay in a hotel for some reason? What, then would I let them stay? Yeah. Yes, mm. of course. It's a blizzard. It's a blizzard outside. I, I, the car's I'm, broken down. They you need wouldn't, to use you the wouldn't, phone. You wouldn't try to, like, um, say to them, like, oh, maybe it's not a good idea to come over, you know? Like, maybe no. we'll come to you they, instead For a start, or they would have flown over from Florida. And I'm just yeah. like, well, I guess you guys better find a flight back. There's nowhere to stay. No, of course I'd let them stay. What about okay? What about room at the inn? What about a friend who? But the stable is free. Uh, how about how about a friend <laughs> who is married and has two kids and they're what, in so town and the, they're like, the, oh, so four of them. Where are we going to stay? And then you're like, come stay yes, at we, my we, house. We have had we have had a couple with another with two kids of their own stay at our house. Yes, right. Okay, I just want to so see where we're at with all Herian this. Flax's family lay down in the manger. Yeah, and took a shit because the toilet we wanted out inside to use the toilet. I, I just want to point out I'm <laughs> yeah. not the unusual one in this conversation. Who no, hates, I know you're not. Hates anybody uh, coming to their house, staying, using their toilet. Who lives wants to live this my, unbelievably my private secret is, life that's not I'm, most people. i love someone coming around and staying i love it but right. i don't like it for more than like a day okay and so yeah, I have after this a while of, it gets um, a little tedious of course but it's still a nice thing to do yeah my mac it's sort of my mcdonald's chair philosophy of uh, what i want to make it comfortable but not that comfortable they don't want to stay yeah. more than a day though, right so i i have a sofa bed 
and you know, but they're but it's but they're sleeping downstairs, kind of in the lounge. So it's not necessarily like I mean, it's, like, in, it's not it's there's not like a dedicated guest room. I used to have one, but people would just stay for too long. It's weird. I got so um, I, I I need to say though, in North America, this is a very common thing, uh, as far as I know. Like staying with people or having people stay stay with you. Like people come to visit from out of town or whatever. And you've got space, you 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 put them up. Or uh, likewise, like when I was a kid, we stayed at people's houses. Um, it's great. They had I kids and stuff like that, her. and and vice versa. People would stay. But now that I'm an an adult with my own house and stuff, I don't really want people staying at my house, like unless it's absolutely necessary. You know what I, I mean? I, I can see it being like this European Mediterranean wonderful thing, right? Um, where everyone gets together and has a nice time. But I think it always just throws off my rhythm a bit. We always go to bed either a bit too early or too late, and then you realize you're not, oh, I can't go downstairs and get water. Yeah, and, wake and everybody's got to use the same mean? showering facilities in, and stuff. And in the morning, and... it's like, stay, get up early, they're banging around, you're like, God, what fucking time is it? Seven o'clock? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then you get up and you're like, oh, hello, you know, in the dressing gown. Um, I'm not mad about it. Like at a, at a push, I would do it. I'm not like I'm not saying I would deny somebody like uh, out, like you know out of sheer principle or whatever. I, I like it, but it's I would try to like. Different, I would actually go experience. as far to say as I will pay for you to stay in a hotel so that you don't have to stay at my house. I would go that far. So I do that with certain people, like certain people that I don't like. Um, you know, like I don't want to say girlfriend's family, but girlfriend's family right like you know it's got to be like it's a thing where they're just annoying and it's just easier for me not to have to worry about it and also that does ensure that they only stay a day as well because if, if i'm if i'm paying for a hotel they feel like oh i don't want to make him pay for a hotel for more than a couple of days yeah. or whatever or that usually they offer to pay it for themselves actually i don't tend to have to pay for those hotels no i've never had to pay for somebody to stay. <laughs> i don't think I've, i'm I've willing offered, to but i don't think i've ever uh, actually yeah I'm, I'm willing to do it if somebody's like really strapped and they they can't do it and it and it means that I don't have to like host them or whatever, yeah, I would do it. I mean, but, I mean, I've had a bunch of random people stay at my house when they've locked themselves out or they've had some leak or they've had something go wrong or they've had an argument with their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Or my mum's had an argument. My dad had came down one time, which just like turned up and was like, "I've had an argument with your dad." You're gonna have to put me up for a couple of days. So I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> right. That's a pretty bad one, isn't it? I, you, you know go, what? I, I haven't had that with like a family sons. member, but I've had a friend had um a big argument with her partner and um he drove her here so she could stay with us for a week while they sorted <laughs> wow. their shit out. And I thought that's nice of him. You know, I'm kind of I think kind of assuming it's not that bad, but um he's very self-aware of you of the issues and stuff. And just you just need something you just need a break. They God. were they were obviously under a lot of stress at that time, and um, obviously I'm not going to name any names or anything like that. But they've sorted Joe, it out. If you're listening, <laughs> she was fine the whole you time. You know who you are. I didn't touch her the whole time. I promise, Joe. <laughs> she touched me, Joe, but uh, <laughs> I didn't touched, touch her. She touched I just me lay back in places and let it happen, I never you know. thought anyone would ever touch me, Joe. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's all. I mean, obviously, these are these are. I'm not saying that when I have someone I don't really know very well stay. It's immediately comfortable when I'm some kind of relaxed, you know, medi- like you said, some Mediterranean, eh, of course, you will come and stay at the house. Eh? Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, that's not, that's not me. No. Because that's not most people. But at the same time, if people are going to stay, they're going to stay. Like, you know, if they, they've yeah. got no choice or. Ide- or I, okay. So, but ideally, would you have somebody stay with you? Like, I would say ideally. It depends ideally, who it is. There are no. some people I would, I mean, my, my mum comes up to stay. I love that. Sure. That's um, different. That, that, that it, is, that is different. If it's someone I don't really know. 
um, then it, it is kind of awkward. If your mom and dad were together, though, would you want them both staying at your house? Like, I would say I would have just my mom, no problem, because she would, like, help with the kids, whatever. But I don't want my mom and dad staying. Like, the, if, if my the two of them together, together are yeah, hard work. Like, I mean, I've had my in-laws up to stay. Yeah. You know, Mrs. F's parents. Sure. And uh, I just hide upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that's understandable. But, like, no, yeah. I just, like, I also want to say about last week with the whole toilet thing and everything. It's different for me. I live in a place where everybody lives oh, close by. Here comes the backtrack. Okay. So from my point of view, if somebody's <laughs> shitting at my house, there's, you don't have there's to justify absolutely your, no reason for them sits. to be doing this. We're on side. They, they live it's at fine. least 10 minutes away from home, no matter where not, they are on the island. Not, you can't caveat it like that. You were blanket no. Doesn't matter who you're not doing. Well, I, ideally, I, I it's a board. no, no matter what. But I yeah. understand. Like, I'm not. I'm not like fucking. Um, stand your ground, dude. And you didn't, fucking, didn't you grow up in the the wilds of Canada, where on, it's twenty miles? You to the stand nearest on house? the border of your property with that magnum or shotgun, no. or whatever they use in Canada. Uh, that's, it's not and as you bad say as that. No pooping. You it's not as bad as that. that. People are saying that I'm crazy. I'm not actually crazy. Not in that way. Yeah, we're all a little crazy. in bed. I am obviously, but um, when it comes to comes to people pooping in my toilet and stuff obviously if somebody's gotta go it can't be helped like this i'm not gonna fucking kick them out of my house a flip-flop of <laughs> boris johnson proportions are you are you running for president tips is this it is this what you're trying to do are you trying to Wait, recover second, your which, what do i say here what? what do i need to say <laughs> okay thank you okay okay, okay. no i yeah. have no uh desire at this moment to commit to anything really um oh, oh yeah good so so, so this so th this week um and over the last week i've been doing something new right which is new for exciting. me but I, I assume not new for the yogscast that is reaching out to people to ask if they will help with jingle jack right and the only experience that i can possibly compare this to is me going on dating sites right okay because I'm a nice guy. Because they've all right? said no. Do you know what, Lewis? Fuck and it. That's it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sack it. That if it. it's that difficult that and people don't this. want to do it, just sack it off. Who fucking cares? It's their tough shit, isn't it? Like, how much Actually, money have I, you made for charity over the years is. with all this? How much, it like, exposure have you given to people and stuff? Yeah, fuck them. If they don't want it, fuck them. It's their problem. They could go it's find the, the, the latest fucking 10-year-old screaming blue-haired streamer to buddy up with and, and just see how that goes. That's fine. Now we're like, well, that's we're, we're established. Is. I don't know why this is such a difficult thing. Like It's funny, really. We've been doing it for like 10 years. Maybe You know what? Maybe it's time to, to let some of the rest of us try and, and see what the issues are. Oh I think God. that might help. Because no. I have no idea. Like, I, I always imagine. I'm picturing the time that they let do Father Dougal do the mass and uh, the, <laughs> the hearse is on fire and everybody's crying. That's not... I, I, I think you're... you're this is just an analogy, okay? I'm, I'm a, an attractive middle-aged man, okay? Obviously, I'm Am on... Am I putting I'm yourself on, in... Am I putting myself in your shoes, or are you, are you putting a slightly, me in a mystical? No, I'm, you're putting. You're, imagine I'm the Jingle Jam. Okay, mm -hmm. the Jingle Jam's been going for a while. Okay, okay. it's middle aged. Okay, yeah, it's had some fairly average girlfriends in the past. Okay, and you can see that, right? You know that it's like it's not ever dated anyone super hot. Oh, and it, it and had it that one really good girlfriend though. It did have a really hot girlfriend yeah. that one time, and that girlfriend said that being in being with that guy was great I had a great time and it worked out great for them okay it wasn't like it was never a, a bad pro a problem the guy was great 
it, the girl did, went on to do great things. <laughs> okay, right. It was like it was not a problem, negative experience, and none of this guy's previous girlfriends, however good looking they are, right, have ever reported a problem. In fact, a lot of those girls have tried to get back with the guy, right, in later years, and the guy's been like, uh, "Nah, I don't think I want to go back there." But thank you, right? Um, maybe. Uh, so he's not pushed it out the window, right? And they've, no one's had a bad well, time. What are we talking okay? about here? This analogy's going really weird. No, no, I am, I am, I am, I am on fucking board. lost. Like, Well, <laughs> then we represent the two halves of the audience. Okay, Jesus. that's good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I just thought of something. We, we need to explain what, what this all means. So the, just right. in case there's people listening who maybe don't know what the Jingle Jam or the Humble Bundle is, the Jingle Jam is an annual month-long charity fundraising series of streams that... The Yogscast do, yeah. And the Humble Bundle is a pack of games that you essentially purchase with a charitable donation. Those games, you get all of them, and the money goes to the charity fundraiser that that is the Jingle Jam. That's just so you guys That's... understand where we're coming yeah. from with all this. Was that a train in the background? People? Yes, that was a train. Holy crap! Do, do, do. That... The train is now went... arriving. <laughs> Yeah, that noise. You hear it quite it's often. It's like a very iconic British train. Mm. Where is this going? And so what are we even I'm talking on, about right now? I'm, I'm dating. Right. I'm going out there, emailing people, okay. saying, hey, are you interested in, in hanging out Right. You know, this year Okay, for Jingle Jam? And they are, they're, they're broadly into like the categories of, like it was on Tinder, right? They, I would swipe up on everyone, because that's what I do, right? Um, you, you're a guy, you swipe up on everyone, you just see what comes back, okay? Right. Obviously, the, the top tier... Uh, who you don't stand a chance with, you know, Death Stranding, you know, uh, like, she's gorgeous, but, you know, she's... Th- and it would break you if you went with her as well, right? It wouldn't work, okay? Because you'd nev- you'd know there was a problem. Um, Wait, she's, she's is, is this just still too, about too good looking. Jam? Yes, okay. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but, like, for example, like, we can't have partners who are too new and successful and things like that because cause otherwise it, it doesn't make any sense. You know, we'd, we can't really have, like like i don't know 10 50 quid games in the bundle that are like really really good right um because then we're selling the bundle for 30 bucks and it it, it kind of causes causes some problems with that um because we'll run out of keys and they'll be sold out like in no time we we kind of have like this limited idea of what the bundle is it's kind of it's not really scalable you know we we aim to get between like 1 and 3 million dollars but we don't have a mechanism in place for going higher than that um, and I've been trying to build that for years, right? But we can't find the partners to do it with, really. No. And and there's a lot of reasons for that. Anyway, it's incredibly complicated. But I then sort of re- so the people who come back to me are usually the people who understand that there's a lot of value in Jingle Jam, mm. right? Like there's a lot, like this good guy here at the core. He's a good, he's a man. He'll 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 look after you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going. It's good. The analogy's gone weird again. But like the mo- the people, a lot of people understand that Jingle Jam is isn't. Isn't a bad thing. It's like it's a good thing. It's positive for everyone. Everyone gets great things out of it. Mm. It's good for the audience. It's good for the devs. Um, sure, they have to give keys away. I gotta say, when this analogy started, I was there. I was at the lakeside. I was getting my canoe off the truck. I was getting ready for the portage. Now I'm in fucking Timbuktu. Like, okay, I don't know what went wrong with this portage. It's like it's so, it's ruined. Sorry. So, so like, I, I basically and then so there's all these people who understand. I don't want to go into too, too deeply, but I've, I'm talking to all these people who sort of understand that. Jingle Jam's worth it, but they can't push it through within their own organization. Right. right? So maybe they're maybe they're 
Maybe they they show a picture of me to their sister or their advisor, and they're like, "Oh, that guy looks like a serial killer. Right? Uh, he's going to murder you." You know. And so, like, I, I have a thing. I look a bit like a serial killer, maybe, or an axe murderer. You know, just there's, there's no reason for so it. So, are we saying that I this just, is the reason why a... you're struggling to get the jingle jam going this year because you look like a serial killer? I mean, if you I got a haircut, is, that would help. It's because yeah. devs are terrified of giving away all these keys, right? Right. Um, and obviously. You know, it's not really a problem. We've never really seen reselling of keys. We've never really seen any sales impacts from that. Like, it's never been a problem, but it looks like a problem. It's like a red flag that pe- that people are terrified of. Right. And so that is something which we obviously have to, like, try and almost, like, come out straight away and be like, hey, I know I look like a serial killer, um, and I've, I'm holding an axe, but I've I've never killed anyone. Right. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Uh, here's some here's some past evidence that I've never killed anyone. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I've never been charged. Um, so that's <laughs> that. And then, and then there's the the, the 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 lower tier of people who are just kind of frothing at the mouth for anything. Yeah. Who, who who are like I can't wait to be uh, I can't wait to to I can't to, wait for to all the money you. to roll in. Yeah. In, in fact, can you date my 75-year-old grand? I can't, you know, I can't wait to see my, my bank balance skyrocket off the back of all of this exposure. Yeah, I understand yeah. that and, as well. And can, can you date, also, can you date my, my 65-year-old aunt? So, yeah. so so I, And it's very hard for me then to turn down all of these, uh, these, these t- uh, ostensibly Tinder dates who are like, a tr- a, who are like have got a picture of a, t- of a hot 25 year old but are actually setting up the profile for their single 45 year old mum or whatever do you know what I mean right that that kind of stuff so in summary bit. we're struggling to get humble bundle things this year is that the no no we're not I think it's going fine but I've just sort of sent oh. out the first wave of stuff right. I think it'll be great actually okay. but that's I, the it, opposite kind of, just... of what I thought this was gonna yeah lead I thought to. this was well, like a doom and gloom story but it sounds like it's well all fine. but the thing is like we don't need like Everyone, you know, I've hit up like a hundred people, right? right. Do you know what I mean? And I've found like ten or fifteen who are great, so it'll be fine. And it, I think it'll be a good bundle, a really good bundle this year, actually, because I'm running it for the first time, rather than <laughs> uh, everyone else. Uh, so in fact, it might well be fucking amazing and way better than previous years. So that's what I'm currently. I'm currently brimming with confidence, but yesterday. I was the opposite. Do you I know what I mean? And then yeah. tomorrow I'll probably be again completely bipolar I see. and miserable. So and now and then the next analogy. day. So you have a good date one day and a bad date next week. One day you're getting lots of responses. Another day you're not. So you're up and down. Your mood is swinging. And it's also so frustrating because what happens is somebody makes a promise to me. You know, like last year, a big games company who I'm not going to name uh, promised me a game. And we were like, oh, that would be amazing. And he was like, yep, definitely we'll get it. Uh, it's all going to be sorted. And we were like, fantastic. That's so nice. Amazing. Thank you. And we did loads of stuff for them. We did loads of work. We went we had our hair done. We we took their mum to the hospital. We we, we did, cleaned their house. We did loads of stuff for them, right? It's like a thank you for going on a date with us. Because that's totally how it works, right? And then uh, they were like, oh, oh, no, about that date. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna wow, have to, we're it's gonna not. Have to pull it's out. not you. It's me. I don't know how everything. anybody like, has the patience to do any of this shit oh, dealing with game companies and stuff. Oh, just the fucking pits. And then the other one is is that the real the biggest thing is that it's it's nice people at these companies who can't push it through. Well, yeah, because the they're they're bosses. they're lower down yeah. people because it all co- it right. all comes to you having to speak to the right person or know the right person. If or, I talk to someone, I can convince them that Jingle Jam's a good thing and it's in their incentive to do it, but. They then have to do that to their boss. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they can usually do that, but then their boss has to then convince 
their boss, yeah. and that is usually it's when a pecking it falls. order. It's a bit like, like at that point. It's a bit like, like handing whispers, handing a yeah. glass of water and saying this needs to get all the way to the end. And you know your your uh, your motivation to hand that water further and further down the line without taking a sip or spilling some is lost. And by the time you come to the upper boss, you got a guy who's not motivated handing over a thimble full of water that's left in the glass to a guy who definitely doesn't care. Very it looks like it's been sipped a lot. Yeah. 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 He's like, eh, I, don't I don't care about this. Do you? Nah, not really. No. Okay, job done. Stamp, no. Like, that's it. Well, I, I, that's yeah. like, that's. I'd rather have that than they just don't reply at all. <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah, no, that's like, true. But don't you think the, the not okay. reply at all means that you've just given up on them? Whereas the people who do reply and say, oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I'll try my best. Then you think, oh, cool, that's going to happen. And then it doesn't. Hilariously, though, it's a little bit like what happens where I meet these people or, or, or multiple times per year sometimes like you know I know these people really well I've met them at various conventions that I go to throughout the year you know they definitely know who I am because we've had drinks together a few times and I send them emails back and forth every time and when I send them jingle jam email no response yeah. <laughs> I do a follow up no response and I'm like okay I get it but sometimes these people feel like certainly this is the sort of thing that happens which me and Sip saw when we went to Valve I don't want to really complain about foul but they have a, a very much uh pop, pop your head up from the pack and you'll get whack-a-mold back down again you know it's very much people don't want to yeah nobody wants to to no one wants to be the target nobody wants to do the their... standout thing to like bring mm. attention to themselves so, like in that way sort of thing like i think people yeah. want to do something good where everybody's like this guy has done this great thing or whatever but nobody wants to like and i can completely understand come up it, with an idea offices, that might put them in know, a, people in a, want their security and they it's easier for them to just to just say that's it's not worth the risk for me to try and make this a thing you know because I, I think it still it feels like a risk for a lot of these yeah. companies even though I, I was like yesterday some guy replied saying like his two two and a half year old game was was too new for the jingle jam <laughs> and i was like i was like we've got we've had newer games of that two years ago do you know what i mean like what are you talking about and i almost i almost was rude because i almost wrote like you know, the Jingle Jam might help rejuvenate your shitty dead game. <laughs> but, but I was like, I was like, just, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. Like, if no, you're not he's interested, got some other way. He's got on. some other method in he's mind to revive his shitty play. dead game. So fine. Yeah. Leave I'm him just like, it. I like the game, but it is a, sh- it is a bit of out, a shitty you know, dead game. Yeah. It's a it's a bit of a well, game that people uh, have take a look on, on Steam at any given moment, and you can find hundreds of games just like that. Well, these are where, easy. Where's where's this of my dating pool? Tips? Yeah. So, uh, Lewis, I've got a I've got a question for you. Let's talk what? about <clears throat> the, uh, the the Tinder dating. How many Tinder dates with different people would you say you went on? And what and and I always I would also like to know. Was there like a th- uh, like a consistent theme across all the dates? Because you brought yourself to these dates, obviously. So, like, I'm wondering, was there anything that recurred consistently where you thought, like, hang on a second, like all of these women have figured out that I'm, you know, kind of dumb or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> like, did you get any of that, right. or was it like? So pretty- let's do part one. How how many Tinder dates would you say you went on? Because I know a, a friend of mine who who used Tinder. And went on a bunch of dates and never spoke about it because I get you know you don't want to say to everyone I mean first of all why would you email your mates every time you have a Tinder date it would be like I guess it would be fairly constant updates and not very interesting and I don't know what you're looking for affirmation there or something like that people are saying go for it like how many times can your friends say that 
you don't want to got another Tinder date with a new girl tonight. It's like, well, didn't you have three this week already and none of them worked out? At this point, it gets depressing. But I want to know, you're using Tinder. How many dates would you say you've been on with it? So how many dates with different you people? You know you see that. This is like a politician's answer. You know you see the um Are you graphs, are you currently right? clasping your fist with just your thumb flat on top and yeah. pointing at me with that thumb? <laughs> I'm pointing at you. Well, 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 yes. well the, 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 the real question here. Can I speak? The real question. Can I speak? <laughs> Can I speak, please? Uh, so on, I don't know if you, I read subreddit r slash data is beautiful a lot, and they constantly do these, um, I don't know what they're called, but they're like, sort of, they, they look like fat, wedgy charts that splodge out. So they're Sounds like, like the average Tinder date, am I right, fellas? Hey? Yeah, nice. Uh, I, I did like a thousand job interviews, and then it sort of goes down into like rejected and accepted, and then an interview, and then it go, breaks up again into like interview one and interview two. And then eventually at the end, they usually have like one, and it's like new job. Do you know what I mean? So it's like from a thousand yeah, yeah. to are one. There, okay. Are there like Tinder success stories? Like there's there's got to be, right? Yeah, there's tons. Yeah, people have met on Tinder tons and, and they're tons together tons. now and they're, 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 they're happy. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, some of them are fantastic. You know, we've right. got a couple of couple of couples in the office who met on Tinder, you know, probably even three or four years ago right. now and they're go, still going great. Yeah. Okay. So no, it's like... I, I know um, a bunch of people who had Good relationships right. through Tinder, like still, still, still intact as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Okay. My brother met his wife on online dating 12, 13 I mean, years I ago. met my wife online. It wasn't a dating site, but like we met online and it, we've been fine. I, I it's think. just like, a way of meeting people. There's yeah. a lot of stigma around it, but essentially, it's just a way of making a first contact with someone who you otherwise wouldn't have had a meaning. I just to feel meet. like with Tinder, it, it sort of like adds like a a game gaming element to the whole thing. Yes, which well, which that's I, kind of a, it's become a like, big social yeah. thing, hasn't it? And quite a it's sort a bit of more casual thing. focused as well, a bit more like short term kind of. It's or at least it gives that impression. I think. Yeah, I mean they um, they don't want that to be the impression. But it is like Hannibal Bress said; it's just an app where you you um, use it for geographical based sex. Like that's it. It's like, are you in my proximity? Yes, you are. Then we shall meet up and have sex. That's what he saw Tinder as, and the Tinder people were like, "No, it's not that. It's so much more." Um, so I think it depends. What that's you definitely use it more grinder. Grinder. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's not go here again. Okay. But um, so so like basically, Tinder is 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 well. So I I think I probably. I don't know how many people I swiped up on. Let's say it must be Where does that, a couple wait, of thousand. No, no, but how <laughs> many How many actual sit-down, face-to-face dates to did you go on? Oh, well, sorry, not up. I mean, I mean, just swiped right, whatever it is. I can't remember. This is why it didn't work. You were swiping up. Yeah. I was swiping the wrong way. No, up is super light. Did you take, so any, or at least it <laughs> did was, you take any women uh, out for dinner? Like, was that a date? Like, did you go out for dinner? Did you eat? No, never went out for dinner. What that was, was it? Like I drinks? I, you went out for a drink? Coffee. Coffee. All right. Okay. So just to meet in like a Costa public place, or, right? Or, or was that? I feel like that would just be tremendously awkward. Like from the no, get go, it's, it's quite chill because you could you could do it at like lunchtime or you know like a like a like a, an, an evening. Like it's it's not like. It's not like it's not. It's a low pressure thing. It doesn't take very long. What's the measure on how well the date is going? That the longer it lasts, like if if they like gulp their coffee down in like one gulp and they're like gotta go, like you know that you're fucked up, right? Like yes, yeah. I think that that is actually. And did you do that to anybody? 
Did, did you ever meet somebody where you're like, fuck, I got to chug this and get the fuck out of here, like, so fast? Uh, no, not no. really. Did you ever make knew... an excuse to leave and be like, uh, oh, gosh, that's work. I've got to go. I'll talk to you oh, soon. Oh, God, Bye. my hemorrhoids are flaring. I got to <laughs> I, I, gotta I go. guess I'm just interested go in, in people, generally. I, I don't, I quite enjoy meeting someone new, even if I'm not attracted to them, because I can, they, everyone you meet has something interesting to say and I feel like it's rude to kind of I would love give it. people an impression that yeah. I didn't like I'd be hopeless at that I, I don't even it. want to know what about people really like I would I, mean, I would I, ask them a question I would just fucking zone out and but can't you like, imagine <laughs> it Sip, you, you, you'd see someone on the on the screen you'd be like they look nice and very pretty and you'd swipe and then there they are yeah like, you, like you've magically summoned them and then you can have a chat with them and maybe even sticky dick in them like that's pretty that's pretty awesome that would be exciting i don't exciting. know man I'd like i that. feel like i don't know maybe i'm like old school or like sheltered or like i mean i've only like i i, I i've been with my wife since like i was uh like in my late teens you Same know what here, i mean dude. so I mean, it's we're, like we're, this is why it's exciting to me though because it's like i've never lived this life yeah no, i know i i look at it completely differently i'm always very sort of like oh thank god i never had to do any of that stuff <laughs> yeah like thank god i've made it to the age i'm at now where I just don't even really care about it anymore and that I didn't have to live through all these awkward moments like it's like I had girlfriends in school and stuff that's different at school right like you yeah yeah you're I mean, in a you're, class with thing, somebody or, together, or right? like your peer group is like like somehow you know like like circle of friends at school how they would like change around like sometimes people would join and leave or like there'd be like crossover stuff like yeah, I remember yeah. I remember, like, in the summer, it always happened, right? Like, you'd be out with your friends, like, as a teenager, like, at, at a skate park or something, and you would just start hanging out with another group of people. Like, oftentimes, it was, like, other girls or whatever. Uh, and then that's your whole summer would be just, like, yeah, yeah we just hung out group. with this other group of, like, random people that we'd never hung out with before. And, like, maybe that didn't survive into, like, the next school year or whatever, but it was just, like, fun for the summer, right? Yeah. Like, but and like that that kind of worked because everybody was in the same boat, you know, like I don't know. It just feels like with online dating and stuff, I can't get my head around it. I can't imagine ever doing it or enjoying it or like I just feel like I'd be so fucking awkward and I would find the whole thing just really awful. Like I'm glad I never had to do it. I, I think that it is not something that you go into blind do you know what I mean? You, you often talk to people and get to know them a bit before you meet them. And so when you do meet them, it's not awkward. Like what happened with your wife? I'm sure the first time you met your wife, it was awkward for 30 seconds or a minute. Like when you, yeah, you it was weird though, because internet, we'd right? spoken so much leading up to meeting up. Cause, exactly. Because we had to geographically, we were so far away. Like we'd spoken on the phone, like, you know, countless times, emails, like everything, you know what I mean? Like it was we had like a really good rapport. So when we when we first met for like a, for like a split second, it was a bit awkward. But then it was just fine, you know, because like we kind of knew each other. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But with online dating, like Tinder and stuff, I don't know if you really get that, right? You're just like you you get a glimpse of somebody. And then all of a sudden, like Flax said, you're just face to face with them. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like it think depends. I, like, I think like, I'd fuck I it up have, every time. Like I'd say I something have, stupid or whatever. It would vary for me. Like whether you know they would. A lot of a lot of people I spoke to just wanted to chat for right. ages. They're like just, they never. They they almost like every time. Some people I would mention. You know, should, we should get coffee or you know we should exchange numbers, and and they would 
that would be like it for them. That would be too scary. And they would be like, no. And then that would be after we chatted. Sometimes, obviously, sometimes that, that you know, it's, everyone's different, right? And everyone wants something different out of it. And everyone's differently attracted to you or, or, or feels like they have a different speed to go at, you know? And, and some people never want to meet up. Um, they just want to chat forever and be this this sort of pen pal or like a cyber chat or, or a fantasy or because maybe maybe they're not real maybe they are but maybe they are scared there's a hundred reasons you can't tell through to chat you know back and forth especially when you're trying to like I don't know you're trying to be you're trying to be f- fl- funny and flirty and this sort of you it's kind of really odd it is weird it's kind of I don't know you're you're behaving in a sort of slightly odd off way and until you get over that and just I, I mean you just have to try and be normal I guess and just be friendly um but at least I think so I I, I don't know I, I don't I'm not playing the game though maybe I wasn't playing the game right because I didn't really end up meeting very many people mm. in reality and you know of those they didn't really lead to anything that's either. probably for the did I you mean, ever meet one uh, like a like a woman um while you were doing this or or man I don't know um, where you went to have a, a coffee and they were really soft-spoken, really nice and everything. And then one thing led to another and you ended up back at this woman's apartment for co- for more coffee, even though you just had a bunch of coffee. And then all of a sudden she turned into like some sort of woman devil and she's like, I'm going to eat your fucking cock, bitch. And like it chased you around the apartment. <laughs> did that wow. ever happen? I had the yeah, biggest did that <laughs> God, I would love it if a woman and you were like, no, be amazing. Not my cock, please. <laughs> You're running away. Isn't that the, isn't that the ideal? You were wearing outcome? like socks, like male sock suspenders. Like she managed to like <laughs> fucking burn your trousers off and stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. please. Um, Leave I my honestly, cock out of this. Weirdly, I think I had more success talking about Tinder and my experiences on it to other. Um, women that I'd met in real life, right. you know, like I'd go to, I'd go to, a, um, we were on holiday in, I think Vancouver or somewhere. And I was chatting to these really nice people, uh, you know, chatting up, chatting up ladies. I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like I got into better conversations and got further along in terms of actually someone who I might want to have a relationship with, with someone that I just met randomly in real life. Yeah. Um, but you had a who, cornerstone that you could, you could all respond to. to. A bit like if you were both Vietnam vets and you met at a bar, yeah. you could chat about Da Nang <clears throat> or the uh, the, Tet, the Tet Offensive. It's exactly like that, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Man, those helicopters coming over the hill. Fuck I've hell, seen man. some shit, Reggie. <laughs> I've seen some shit with my eyes. Yeah. yeah. That woman on Tinder, God. April 1971 in the Ladrang, Natrang, Latrine <laughs> Valley. Me and my guys got cut off. No fire support. And the birds had nowhere to we land. We all had to take a bite of their shit sandwich that day. Tex was on the M60. And Vito was up front with the grenade launcher. Boy, we got to cut it. Came in and cut us to pieces. Man, this is such a... This this is like video game writing, isn't it? Yeah, I played, I played it Mafia is. Definitive Edition recently. And it's su- it's fucking like... It's, it's such a... It was really good. I really enjoyed it. But... It just like it was. It was just filled with mafia tropes. Oh, but it's so annoying. The voice acting was just not there. Like they didn't have like good. Like I, I feel like if you're gonna make this like really sort of hammy tropey game, like at least go nuts with like the with like the accents. You know what I mean? Like get get people in who can do really good. 
you know, like fucking New York, like Italian New York accents right. or whatever. But like, I don't know. There's just parts of it that just felt like not there. You know, like it just. Uh, it was, I think, well, I mean, I think it's quite often the case. Twenty years old. It, I know, so. I know, and, but and like you know, like the story. At the time, I remember playing through it and thinking, "This is great." You know what I mean? But like, I don't know, like parts of it. Even though like they've redone the graphics and stuff, and it looks great and it plays really well and stuff, like parts of it. You love mafia. Have though, aged, too. You love yeah. you love like the mafia vibe. You love those accents. You want it to be this kind of almost comedic world almost like it's um its own it is its own setting mafia era stuff you know yeah. with the uh, yeah when the when the when the I whiskey don't know. was I think canadian it's been done though right all that like sopranos have done, has done it well like there's been lots of that that we've we've seen all that but there's so much there, there's so many like interesting stories that could they could do and stuff, but like I don't know, they always seem to gravitate back towards these really sort of like gabagoo, yeah, kind of tropey sort of things, you know, like I gotta get out of this life, and like I know that's like a part of it or whatever, but I mean, I don't know, it's like uh, I I'm I, I'd be up for something new, you know, like I'd some, like to play new. a mafia game where you start off as just a lowly lad, just a foot soldier, and well, mafia is like that, it's, yeah, you, but I want to start do off jobs as a driver. Like- Go and collect this money, go and rouse these guys, go and burn this bar. But it seems like it always very quickly turns into some big thing. Like, I just want to be in the mafia in the game. Just really boring day-to-day stuff. In a bar, someone says the wrong thing. What do you fucking say about me, huh? Huh? You think you're a big guy, huh? Smash their head in the bar, go to my car, get a golf club, batter them to death. Hey, motherfucker, don't talk shit about me. You know, just day-to-day shit. You know, it'd be good if it'd be good if it was more like open, open world, open sandbox. But you had to like kick up, right? Because that's a big thing. You yeah, have you to, you got to make your payments. Like even when you're in the mob, like no matter what level you're at, you're always kicking up to somebody. Oh, you got to kick and up. If you if you don't, if it's light or whatever, that's a problem, right? And now like you borrow really some money, big on, and then yeah. you say the vig is killing me. The Vig. Yeah. The Vig is like the interest. Uh, I know it's a bit light, but I'll get you next week. What the fuck Tony, you say to me? Tony, you're still on with that 10 grand. I haven't forgotten about that. Yeah, I'll get it to you. Just, my horses ain't coming in at the moment. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's always like, it well amazes me in all of these things. I lost the spread. <laughs> this fucking, this fucking nag. It was just, it was just, it threw the race. I don't know what was going on. It's like, why did you, you're in the hole for money. So you borrow money to, to bet on horses. That's the whole point though. That all the people that are like, like it seem to be involved or have any affiliation whatsoever, Always suffer from the same problems, right? Yeah, G- gambling, it's a, it's a big like degeneracy, like it's all—it's always the same. Like they prey on these people, right? Both to get them in to do the the dirty work and 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 to fucking make money off of like in the yeah. as a civilian, right? Like it's always the same types of people, the same people that are going to make these monumental errors of judgment, like in their life. Or it's like the, I was watching Casino the other day. You know the film Casino? Yeah, Robert De Niro, mm-hmm, Jim mm-hmm. Pesci. I found it on YouTube. Oddly enough, the entire film in HD. It's been <laughs> up for a while. It's nice. just like bizarre. So I was I just stumbled across that. I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch this, and. There's a bit where he goes Just to a book. Actually watching a movie yeah, from the Literally watching a, a whole in. movie on YouTube. It was so yeah. weird. Um, and uh, there's a scene where he goes to a bookie and he wants the money. And he goes in, he goes, hey, you got that thing for me? And he goes, uh, 
oh, Tony, I thought you was laying it. Thought I was laying it? I ain't laying it. No, I want my money. And he's like, oh, oh, I don't know. I don't understand. You know, and suddenly he's like, how about I put your fucking head through this fucking glass? He's like, okay, okay. And he takes it out. He goes, oh, you just fucking had it right there ready, huh? I was like, it's just literally the guy's day is going around and collecting money that people owe him. Yeah. Or lending it to people and saying like, oh, yeah, get it back to me whenever you can. Then one week later, where's my fucking money? He's like, bam, like smacking the heads on stuff. What a life. That's awful. Oh, well, uh, but it is. How do they That's keep track a, of it all? They just take it. They just take advantage of people like that's all it is it literally oh, is yeah. just taking advantage of people who are are just prone to making really shitty choices in life like it's it's the same with like uh, like with with drug dealers and stuff you know what i mean like they they have like regular customers they know yeah. these people can't help themselves or whatever well, it's not like they're like, uh, you know, maybe I'm not going to sell this to you today. I want you to get better. No, of course not. Like they right. just they just fucking fully take advantage of them. That's all. That's terrible. That's all it is. Yeah. The like organized crime for the most part is the same as well. Like look at all the even now like all the COVID uh, scams and stuff like that. Like it's all it is. All it is is just taking advantage of a situation or stupid people. Like, yeah. That's all. All it comes down to. It's interesting. And it works. Like, it almost created a culture of gambling and money lending. But then they, like you said, they take advantage of the people even that are within that. Yeah. Like people within the mafia owe money to people who are further up. And of they course. Get yeah, they set them up. Amazing. They stitch them up all the time. Like they, because they just know, like people can't help themselves, you know, like they're just like, yeah, we know, like I know I'm going to lend money to this guy. And he's either going to pay me back way more than I lent him uh, because he's going to win big or I'm going to fucking almost kill him uh, yeah. to, to prove a point sort of thing. And like, he's going to be just, paying me off. The VIG. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, I, like the big the big thing was they get people um, in gambling debts and stuff. And yeah. they, they especially like used to go after people who had legitimate businesses. Yeah. Because yeah. then when they owed the money and they had no chance of ever repaying, they'd say, all right, fine, I'll take a cut of your business. And then they would just run all of their fucking rackets through that oh, business man, yeah. and just burn it to the ground, basically. Like, you oh, know, these you, are people's livelihoods, buck, generations of you, livelihoods you just completely ruined because of just a couple of, like, fucking scams. That's crazy, it isn't is. it? Yeah, like, their gang horses stuff are also kind of interesting. And it, it sort of it makes sense when you think about it in terms of how you can rob other criminals because they can't go to the police about it no. right yeah, yeah well that, can... that's the, that was one of the big things in goodfellas and in, in the book especially was that the the mafia is essentially it's it's almost like the authority and the police for people that are essentially corrupt and and criminals yeah so it's a way right. it's essentially let's say i'm running a real a bar and I'm running it with a, you know a bunch of my friends of the mafia and we borrow money all the rest of it to get it and it's it's a pretty shady joint and everything or a joint all that sort of stuff. Um, the whole point is if I have a problem I can't go to the police. I have to go to the mafia. Yeah, because so you're, they're, what they're, you're doing is already illegal. Right. So they but, they become the they, police for you. But they have a set of rules. So it's like it's essentially a, a framework for criminality. And so the bookies can run. They're you know legitimized by the mafia because the that book that bookie can now operate and he knows that his debts will be paid because if they don't he's kicking up to Big Tony so essentially Big Tony is providing the muscle it's essentially you're paying taxes to the mafia yeah it's a tax yeah but if Just you like have a the problem, same way you take you pay tax for like a service right. in society you're, right. it's the exact same thing you pay a tax and they'll help you out if they can right. or, or and whatever. if if you go to them and say look 
I, I would pay you guys this week, but these five guys are not paying me their debts. Then they're like, okay, we take care of it. And they go to these five guys and they collect the fucking debt and then they get their money, you get your money. That's the framework. Like that's I, the In an ideal scenario, yeah. But uh, for the most part, it's like, that's not my fucking problem. Where's my money? <laughs> like it, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think it, it operated very successfully. I don't, I honestly don't think you could operate it on that kind of mindless, give me my money, like regardless. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that no one would actually work with them. If it, it probably was like, wasn't, like, as widespread. I think that's another sort of tropey thing that, that appears, like, in a lot it was, of dude, movies and stuff huge. like that. Dude, it was huge. You forget how big the mafia was. They oh, yeah, no, I'm not denying amount. that. I'm saying, like, the whole mindless, like, oh, give me my money, like, without... Right, yeah. Yeah, like, there, there's obviously, there is strategy to it and stuff at times where it wasn't just I mean, you that, don't want to but... put those businesses out. You want no. that bookie to keep earning. He's a good owner, you know, and he's going to keep being a good owner. I don't want to, you know, we want to keep an eye on him. So they just yeah. want to make sure that you, you're you not stiffing them and they don't need to, they don't stiff you so much that you go under because they're going to, then they're going to find another bookie. Yeah. And that's a pain in the ass. It's interesting. It's interesting how something like that can be so organized and tight knit, but at the same time, it is very chaotic as well. Like, yeah. it's a, it's a miracle that it ever did work really when you think but it of was the people the, that were involved It's just the rules, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you have rules and a chain of command and everybody understands those rules, even if to all of us, and I would hope everyone listening, you would think I could never do that. That sounds terrifying. It's, I mean, if you're going to be a criminal, at least there's some rules and there's like an understanding of what's going to happen, what's allowed, what's not. And because of that whole made man thing, <clears throat> you can't just go killing another made guy without a good reason. So no, it's like, but I mean, you know, they're not all just killing all each other. Time, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, there were, it's funny that there was like a, like a code and rules and stuff like that, but they were, they were so often broken, you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, but it, it's something. Yeah, it is It's something. more than they would have otherwise. It is something. I think that's what makes it so interesting for people to, like from the outside looking in, that there is this structure and this code and these rules and stuff, because then people can kind of identify with it a bit more, you know? And But yeah. it's like... It's actually really frightening to think that people can can do that though, like organized to that extent outside of like what we seem as like see as like a normal organization, right? Like of society or like a company or whatever. Mm. But like I don't know. You think about some companies; they almost operate like the mafia in some ways as well, right? Like when you find out about all these like scams yeah. that they've been doing or this and that and the other, and you just think. Really, like, I mean, there are loose rules for everybody, but it, it, in a lot of ways, it is kind of a free for all out there, right? Like, people that's are what you think. Constantly you trying sort of, to push yeah. the limits or get away with something, right? Like, it, I mean, look you at hear about fucking these big HSBC. American corporations. Yeah. Right? HSBC yeah. is a prime or, example. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, doing I illegal stuff internally, you know, because they and they they sort it out themselves. Maybe if someone's done something dodgy, the company will help cover it up, and they don't want it to bounce back on them. Yeah, of and course, so, yeah. And you know it's what? Like I was talking. Really... I was talking to. Um, this is when I was in the states. Some some older friends. They're they're not they're not my friends. They're like family friends, and they they'd all worked very senior corporate jobs, and they'd retired subsequently. But this company had like a corporate whistleblower, had come out and said to the press or to the authorities like this is fucking disgusting and illegal, and you need to do something about it. And the company got in big trouble. And I remember all the people I was chatting to about it, it was like three or four of them, like older, like I said, they're like my parents' age sort of thing. And they were like, you just, you don't fucking do that. You don't go to the fucking corporate whistleblower, fucking disgusting. 
And I was like, geez, that's like the that is just like the fucking mob. It's like omerta. You know, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't talk. It's you like, can never fuck? like if you're in a meeting and everyone else is like, okay, we need to do this terrible, illegal, immoral thing Man, to make my more desk money. Was filled if you with don't whistles. Open your I was just waiting for the I'd opportunity blow the whistle to blow every the chance whistle. I could get it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Fuck these stupid companies. Where like, is this corporate loyalty that people have? Yeah, like I know. That? It doesn't make any sense. I've never it blows understood my mind. that. You think like, the company gives a shit about you? They, they have all their own little tricks for keeping people like on board and stuff. We used to like at HSBC, there used to be like a share save, right? Right. Uh, they fucking did away with the pensions because, you know, like you know, pensions, the way that pensions are going and pension pots and stuff like that. So in the end, they were like, all right, anybody, any new people joining the bank uh, won't uh, get a pension anymore. But you could pay into this like share save scheme, which was like a discounted stock in HSBC that you would just like accumulate in your time working there sort of thing. But it was just like another system for making it more difficult for you to leave the company right. to go somewhere else, right? They'd hook you in with all these like things that you thought were like, oh, you know, I'm looking at my portfolio and I've got like a couple of grand where in reality it wasn't a couple of grand, but you just were made to think that it was more money than it was because it was just another way to get you to to shut up and stay put. You're not wrong. You know, like, you know, it, and pe- that's just one example. Yeah. There's millions of, sh- of things that like companies will do to just keep people uh, under the thumb. You know what I mean? Like not thinking about going to get another job because well, they get all these only, benefits, right? You have all these I mean, benefits. So you couldn't possibly, it's too difficult now to go get another job. This is the good stuff though you're talking about. The bad stuff is like all the ideas that, you know, you've signed these NDAs and we'll put, sue you or you'll go to prison. Oh yeah, those are the worst um, ones, yeah. You know, or, or like, you know, those ideas or or, you know, like uh, we'll 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 make sure you can never get another job. And that's very hard yeah. if, if if you're, you know, if you've got family to support or if you've got any obligations to support. No one, you know, most people are being held on the thumb just by that. You know, yeah. it's it, don't, you know, you, and, and they're good people too. these these people. I'm sure that there's, sure. there's uh, tons of good people who are willing to bend their morals to pay for to feed their family. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think this is it, isn't it? And um, and a lot of the time, not everyone knows the full picture. You know, these guys have maybe seen a few a few memos that so that a company is doing something dodgy. You know, Big Tobacco is a good example of of um, of that, where you know these tobacco companies knew that nicotine was addictive and that it caused cancer and all these things for twenty or thirty years um before they you know before it sort of was all the whistle was all sort of blown on it by a couple of people who were disgruntled ex employees you know yeah. who had collected evidence over a long period of time in case they were ever fired um and then risked their lives and and future careers you know to I mean it happens out, it, which is it happens terrible, in, really. in the games industry it happens there like look at like blizzard recently where people were People like employees of, of Blizzard were banding together to release information about how um, how they weren't being even paid like competitively in in the industry, like 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 lower pay than most other studios. Um, and this, like you know, Blizzard's a, a big a, a, a big name, a big company, right? Oh, yeah. You'd expect that these guys that are baking these fucking awesome cinematics and these big you know billion dollar games like that you know rake it in like wow and hearthstone would be getting paid at least industry standard but it's not even the case like there's like a it was like there's all there's this whole thing where it was like they were pay, being paid 
low and it was on purpose too there was like memos from people saying like we're not willing to fucking pay like the standard rates or whatever like we're gonna pay low but we're gonna offer all these benefits instead and all this shit and it's just like all right well but i think people are willing to work at blizzard be- uh, and take that though They're, it's almost Some, like the, yeah. the, the management have been like well look you know you're basically working for Disney, so you get to come to the park every day and hang out with Mickey Mouse. So yeah. why would we even pay you at all? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you should be you happy well just... to be working here at all. I think yeah. that's a big thing that companies have is they think you should be so fucking delighted that they are even talking to you, let alone that you're working there. What are you? What are you? What? <coughs> are you complaining about money? What are you? Are you you're, only you're here right. for the money? I'm just amazed. I'm amazed that the that 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 these companies like Blizzard don't feel the need to, or even the the the. They've got an obligation to the people who did the work. I'm not in in it for the money at all. I could care less about my own financial situation. I'm in it so that you can achieve your dream. That's why I'm in it. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That's what you need to say in the interview. Of course I'm in it for the fucking money. Like, you know, I wouldn't fucking leave my bedroom if I didn't need money. I would just fucking sleep all day and eat and whatever, you know? Like, yeah, no, I'm I'm here for any reason other than making money. Like, fuck off. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I don't know where companies get this idea that that you're actually meant to really like them. You know what I mean? That being, being working for a company means that you're essentially now part of some family and and you can't turn your back on them or, or criticize them or question them because how, how could you you know we we've deigned to employ you and now you want us to treat you decently oh my god oh, i yeah. can't even look at you right now it's like what what the fuck like I, I, any company i've ever worked for apart from obviously when i worked with you guys <laughs> uh, I, I can't <laughs> I, I can't fucking stand them like on the whole i i know that all i all it takes is one fuck up or one downturn in profit who do you think they're gonna they're gonna fucking fire him? They're not gonna say, "Oh, we couldn't fire him." No, no, he, we we like him too much. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, sorry, we need to make some cuts. You're gone. They don't fucking care. There's no there's no loyalty from the company to the employee. Yeah. Why the fuck should the employee have loyalty to the company? I do not understand it. If you want to demonstrate loyalty to your employees, good luck, and that's awesome. And I think that's how you actually build loyalty in employees. Yeah. But if you're just gonna fucking pay them the least you can, give them the minimum benefits that you can, and then be amazed when they're not happy and want to leave, go fuck yourselves, companies. Yeah. You know who I'm talking to. Yeah. Hey, on the topic of Blizzard, though, um, did you guys hear that um, that Mike Morheim is 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 back in the saddle? He's created another company um, now that he's he's left Blizzard. Obviously, who is he? Sure, a while back, the the uh, the, the CEO co-founder of Blizzard uh, who left uh, a, a while back um, didn't really say much at the time. Just said, you know, it's time for me to leave or whatever. A lot of people speculated that he wasn't happy with the whole Activision thing or whatever. But nothing really was said. Uh, and then a couple of weeks ago, he's announced that uh, he started a new company with a whole bunch of ex-Blizzard uh, alumni, like uh, some some pretty big names, people that have worked on sure. some of their bigger projects. And there's two studios apparently working on stuff as well. And a lot of people are pretty excited that this could be the return of the Blizzard that everybody once knew and loved that is not really... Um, loved much anymore sort of thing you know like i think any any yeah. any company that gets that big and has that much success is inherently going to be taken over by management and middle management running things into the fucking group. yeah well I, the, the the there's a couple of things with this um the first one being that um i don't think there's ever been a 
I, I've I've left Blizzard to start my own company, and it's been a success. Like uh, like most most like Hellgate London. Um, oh. There's uh, what's Torchlight. There's a whole bunch of games that were um, were meant to be sort of like oh these are all ex Blizzard guys. These games are going to be great. That I what like I mean I don't know if they were good, and I never played them, but uh, like I I mean certainly they don't seem to be popular nowadays or play I, I think even. one issue a lot of the time is that um just like it, it's not often that you get an author or a, a director whose career spans 40 years or whatever and they continually output really good stuff all that time yeah it just yeah. it's just here's, really fucking hard there is a the limit thing, to how right? much people can do and yeah I, I just feel like especially with games if you're following like a rote script and a plan that has been made before then it's going to be something like like Cyberpunk announced last year that they were not going to do have a crunch for Cyberpunk and they just said yesterday or whatever that there's going to be it's crunch from now on right and so they went back on their thing cuz obviously the game's not finished but they've got this huge huge team now CD Project Red you know i think originally it was you know it's a relatively small company maybe i don't know like maybe maybe 10 20 i don't know how many guys made the first Witcher Witcher game but certainly not not very many and then you know they 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 it grew and grew and grew and bloated and bloated and bloated and and you know you look at companies like Riot Games that make fucking League of Legends right, right yeah. which is is basically done but they have five thousand people working for them and ten of them are recruiters to get new people in and I'm like what the fuck are they doing like well with all they those could just announced like four games last year but I don't know if any of them uh, fair enough and each of them has right. hundred and fifty or two hundred people on them it's amazing anyway yeah. I'm sure that's that has how many people they need whatever right fuck it but. Like I, I just feel like, like those people are not being part of that process. You can't be when you're. You can't feel like you're invested in that product, right? Yeah. You're just a cog in the machine. You're just a guy animating a snail, right? You can't feel like you're invested in the product. You have no. Those people have no share in how the, the overall success of that. I, I feel like the the passion that you see from an indie developer, one or two indie developers making a game, and they make some incredibly amazing really polished, really detailed, rich, full of life games that we don't see from AAA studios putting two to twenty million dollars and, you know, two hundred people in a in a complex out in somewhere, you know, in yeah. America where they all have free fucking dinner parties on the barbecues on the lawn every day together to try and make them all happy and get them excited about your product, which, you know, you're underpaying them for or whatever. I don't know, like I like the idea of a cooperative thing. I like the idea of of John Lewis or whatever, who at least give a profit share to their employees. And that's what, well, actually, that's what we do at Yogs. Like, we have 10% profit share for the last, like, three years, which is basically 10% of all profits is split between staff. And it's like, I think it makes people feel like, or at least I think it actually gives people back a proportion of the success that they have created at the end of the day. Like, uh, as much as I, I, I somehow owed all of the money that, you know, because I created the company. I don't do any of the fucking work, really. I, you know, I... I, (laughs) At least you're honest. But I feel like, you know, I I think that's like something that we can actually... Can you imagine if if big companies like Amazon and Blizzard or anyone gave any percent profit share back to their their employees, how much money that would be. You know, I think if Blizzard gave a 1% profit share, every employee would probably get 10 million fucking dollars. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, well, maybe not that much, but it's, it's a huge, they make so much money, some of these yeah, companies. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, it's true. And on, on a relatively small staff basis, and, and I feel like it wouldn't kill them to 
thank the people who've done the fucking work that's made them that money. Um, I don't know. It's a weird. I, it's I a. It's a. Wrong. It's a fluid thing, though, right? Like I think that I. I think you're. I think you got people who would. It's almost like a, it's like a like a perfect storm sometimes. Sorry, I'm like trying to explain this, but I'm struggling a bit. I think with like some big games that you've seen in the past, like you know, like the original StarCraft or like even even WoW when it came out. Um, you know, some of these huge, popular, hugely popular games where it, it it's just the right place, at the right time, right, and and the right people too. You had people who maybe that's the first game they ever worked on, and they had a lot of inspiration from another game. Um, the game came out at the right time; it filled a niche or whatever. Like, there's probably like 10, 20 sort of like lucky things that happen with a game and the team that's making the game or whatever. And then I think when when that game ships and it's out and it's done really well. Um, these people then go down in history, like they 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 obtain this legendary status as like this guy designed this game. This is the best game. Can't wait to see what he does next. And then he does another game, and it just stinks. Right? Do you, uh, do you think part of that is because games games? If you think about it, um, I know that I think it might Richard, be the, look the at difficult it, second book though. No, I don't even think uh, it's that. Sips. I yeah, just the, think the that difficult second book. The, like you look at it, the guys it, that you, did you're it. of your time. Like if you make a game that's groundbreaking and fantastic twenty years ago, and you're still making that game twenty years later, it's now dated. Yes. Like you need to suddenly sure. have a completely fresh brand new idea. And you get idea. that a lot too. You get that's people, really hard. They interview designers uh, from like twenty years ago, and they it's it's it, it just seems difficult for them to keep up with like what's happening now you know they're sort of like they've got this idea of what they want to do and maybe they've never still never done it they've worked on other projects or whatever but then you read this interview and you're like fuck me man this guy's ideas are like literally 20 years old like you can tell like he is the designer of that time i completely see this though right like there's this thing that happens where people sometimes their best years are when they're passionate and their first projects and they've got motivation yes. you know it's like they they they're like they've come they're fresh out of the of uni or school or wherever yeah. they are and they're like keen to make a mark on the world and they they've got ideas and they know how the world works and they're at their sort of peak yeah. of like their it's like it's like a young footballer you know in their early 20s they're like they're like they've got it they're like they'll be the best they ever are like mentally physically and they know what the world's like they they're in touch with everything yeah. and the mood and the general people and they're also like somewhere in the middle as well of like the young people who really drive stuff and the older people who are going to adopt it eventually yeah. or at least they can they know that in their product of their time and they know what the world needs and they make these amazing things and that's that's they're the people who drive innovation but but once they've done that big thing it's hard for them to follow th up again after i, I think, think it's very yeah. hard because they've because they're successful they sometimes like they, they've made the, they've made their the mark they're secure they've got yeah, other priorities they've in life. they don't it. need to do it yeah. anymore they're not motivated in the same way and like i i do think it's like if you've had a book that's been a success and everyone wants you to write another one and you're like cool man i'll write another one but you haven't been thinking about that book for five years no and, and planning it through in your head and coming up with it and you're like i can do another one sure the other one was easy mm -hmm. you know because it was easy because it was easy because because it, you, <laughs> you you'd had all this build up to yeah. it you know you'd you'd had infinite time often like very often very, when is someone gonna come to a publisher and say i've had an idea for a book give me a year to write it um i've not thought about it at all up until now 
but um, I'm going to yeah. do it. You know, and that's often what it is. Well, that, yeah, that, right? yeah. It's like, I, I can see that for sure. I mean, I don't think in like, every case that that is the case, but I think that that's a lot more common than than not. I mean, know? look at, I mean, if you look at, look at bands as well, how many bands first couple of albums were like amazing and then nothing they've done since then was really particularly good. There are so many bands well, whose first like, album and, and was And band amazing. lifespans as well. You know, you think of some of like the really big bands, um, like even big, big bands from like the 60s and 70s and stuff like that. Most of them were only together for about, you know, five, 10 years or whatever, which is really, it, it's a long time, but it's really a short amount of time when you think how long it takes to spin up and get popular and reach yeah. reach the heights and, and whatnot, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I mean, most of these, most of those big bands had, like, I mean, the Beatles, how long were they together for? Like, like 10, actively 10 years? Making them? Yeah, right. like, like, and they were like the biggest band of all like, time. To late 60s, yeah, but and their then they output were like, was insane, though. Yeah, like, but they're like, eh, we're done. Yeah. Like, they're finished. They know that they, there's there's just isn't the spark there anymore. They can't write more music together. Yeah, they've run out. Well, there was They're, lots I, of I like think people think it's infinite, but resources are finite. Even the human imagination. Well, is it's finite. not just that, but people are just people, right? The egos get in the way. They had lots of internal conflicts with each other about all these little things that just started turning into bigger things, and, and those little things become the focus. Whereas yeah. when you're starting out, the focus is. We've got no food. We have nothing. Yeah, we have nothing. And we're just happy to be doing this thing together. Like, it's it's really weird, isn't it? But you can see how, you know, like when the Beatles started out, they were in their, you know, late, like late, late teens, early 20s sort of thing. And then their career brought them into like their sort of early to mid 30s, if you like. Um, yeah. And you do a lot of growing up in that decade of it's your true. life, right? Like you, you change a heck of a lot. Like, I got married when I was 23. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. We got married when we were 23. And even from 23 to 31, when we had, um, like, our, our first child, fucking so much changed in those years. And it's only, it yeah. was only, like, seven, eight years. But, like, it was, like, night and day. Like, because you do, you do just become more of an adult as adult things start creeping in right all of a sudden you're you you're you have to be financially responsible you have to like feed yourself you have to feed somebody else you have to prepare things you have to plan stuff like you you get a lot more complacent with certain things like i think you i, I think as well you get better at making decisions you have like way more certain, energy some, some of the things well we did first. when we were younger i think what were we thinking and then yeah now i think you know the decisions that we make, the larger decisions, whether it be for, you know, the house or financially or, or all kinds of from that big stuff down to smaller things, you just start to get a better idea of like, you've just got more experience, you know, how to not get ripped off, you know, yeah. what you're looking for when it comes to even simple things like we need to get some building work done. You just get smarter about yeah. about those fine details of life. And I think well, definitely when I was in my, my 20s, especially. I did all kinds of dumb shit. I was really unhappy. Like I, I, I had some great times and, and I enjoyed the complete absence of like at the weekend, I can remember sleeping until like fucking midday. Sometimes. Oh my God. Yeah. And just I thinking, can't, like, I have no reason to get up today. So that's cool. I think and like maybe once or twice since we've had kids, I've slept until like 11, you know, like I've just been, yeah, I've been lucky. Very, like very my wife has just left me to it or whatever. And even then when you wake up, you're like, oh fuck, this is great. I woke up at 11, but Actually, all the shit I have to do is still waiting yeah. for me to do it. I just have <laughs> yeah. less time to do it in now. So, like your whole well, day, you're just catching up so that everything. Do you can remember be done. that thing your 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 mum would always say? 
get up, you're wasting the day. And you'd be like, yeah, I mean, that's it's mine to waste. Uh, don't tell me to when to wake up. And then you realise when you're a grown-up, it's and midday. You shouldn't, you shouldn't feel bad. You know, you're an adult now. You don't yeah. have to do what your mum says. No. You know, there's no shoulds Right, in but the point is, Lewis, you know, that she was right. a fucking burger. She no was one's right. Gonna fucking, yeah, that's the point. The point is fucking, you don't want your parents to ever... Uh, be right about stuff like when they're trying to she wasn't right really because like everyone you gotta understand like every everything you do is not a waste of time it's contributing to something different not sleeping in in and missing out on a whole bunch of things that i needed to do yeah but maybe you needed that rest maybe that rest is gonna mentally recharge you so you (laughs) you approach a different task at a different a different pace like I think I'm not saying you should wallow in your depression and slob out in bed all day, but I, I think that you there is don't feel bad for the decisions you make. Um, you know, sometimes they lead you to places that that are 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 okay um, or better. You don't know again, like where where these things are gonna how these things are gonna work out. Do you? No. Um, well, are you, are you basically saying let it let the chips fall where they may? Everything will work out in the end. Everything does no, end up where it is. Specifically, does are, not. Are you saying in a roundabout way you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them? I believe that's what he's saying. And yeah. know when to walk away when the dealing's done. <laughs> yeah. Right. I okay. think be smart, be sensible, but respect yourself as well. Look after yourself. Keep Don't your pecker beat yourself up. up, guys. Keep your peckers up. Don't beat yourself yeah. up. You. We're all we're living in this world where everyone's like. Oh, don't throw away that milk bottle. Don't fucking kill a pigeon and just dolphin will just fucking get that stuck in his blowhole and just suffocate. You know, you're killing the ocean. You feel bad. You feel bad all the time. You're like, oh, I shouldn't turn this fucking light bulb in. The planet's burning. Oh, I shouldn't wear this clothes. It's made by someone in a sweatshop in Romania uh, who's underpaid. Oh, I shouldn't buy this game. It's made by these guys who who make their guys crunch. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. Like, if you go through this whole fucking life like like that, you'll have a miserable time. Um, you just have to this like. This is the opposite of things you've said. Fucking previously. roll with it. Yeah, I think well, like now you're sort of uh, all the points that you put, brought up are legit things that you should be trying <laughs> to model your life around. Like you've really. literally <laughs> given me lectures about things I shouldn't do or should reconsider because of some some cost down the line, and now you're saying, "Fuck it all, man. You do you. If it feels good, do it." This is this is a complete. Insane switcheroo. A flip flop. It doesn't I'm make sense. A huge flip flop. So I'm running there. for president. Right. Do the uh, do the closed oh, fist, flat thumb. One on top minute point. you're like fuck the man, and the next minute you've got your capitalism T-shirt on. Um, and hats. I think the I think the takeaway is that make, even make with capitalism great again with a combined 120 years on this earth, none of us three know how the fuck that we're supposed to live. Or, or act, no, or behave, I, or date, or chat, or eat, or recycle. We don't know anything. We don't know what we're supposed to do. We don't know when to get up. We don't know when to go to bed. We don't know what we're supposed to do with, with other people. I, I've got uh, all that we kind don't of know stuff what other figured out, really. Like I've, we don't know what our own feelings are. We don't know I'm shit. just thinking for yourself um, here. I've got most of this stuff figured out, honestly. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got good, we know, I've got good systems in place, you know? Like, uh, I've got... Uh, I got, I got a well-oiled machine over here. I got a uh, I got a fully crewed battleship, and we are ready for war. You know, like the whole we're, we're all just doing our the best. The whole team just right? knows how to do their best at all at all times over here. Like I feel like Ugh. we got it all sewn up in that department. But if when it comes to like Tinder and online dating, that's I'd say that's a gray area for 
Yeah, we wanted to know yeah. more about that, but we have covered well, it. Well, let's hope you episodes. won't. Let's hope you won't need to use yeah. it. Well, you know um, what I'm thinking. I might have a chat with Mrs. F and just be like, "Can I just go on some dates? Like nothing will come of it. I just want to see how it goes." I would love to hear about those trip reports. <laughs> you will not get a single no. date though. I promise you. Thanks. That's my. That's my. You. You will swipe up. A th- All right. Well, this. Well, I, 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 I. That's not. Let's get you some good pictures. You need a, like a picture of you next to a. Uh, Ferrari. No, no, no. Like... I'm going to post exactly what you're going to get. Right. <laughs> okay. No, you should set this uh, do you up. Have, I do see, you have I like a, a, a white bathrobe that has some stains on it and stuff like that you can pose All in? my clothes have stains or holes in them. I'm, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now that I have literally owned for 25 years. I'm not even joking. Like, this t-shirt is like right. 25 years old and I'm wearing it right now. Do you open with the line... Are we going to have sex at the end of this? Is that a good thing to open with? Uh, no, because you don't want to catfish no one. P-fax. No, you want to be uh, like this is. This is do you want to? You want to open with? I'm looking for just someone for, as a friend. A friend? Right? What the fuck? I think I'd be straight up. I'd be like, I've got to. I got to be honest with you here, baby. Um, I just want to explore your hoochie coochie. Uh, when all is said and done here, I'm. You know, that's that yeah, is the goal. Either either, either we're going to have sex at, at some point this afternoon, or I'm going to have to get the bus to Bone Town with someone else. That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> right. Well, that'll get you some definite hookups. Exactly. Um, so but, but they'll be disappointed when they meet you, P. Flex, that you don't want to go through with it. Bus to Brown. Go through with what? <laughs> go through with the sex. No, right. they won't care. They'll be relieved. <laughs> Well, if you've got that far, P-Flex, I will say you, you, you're you a little, lot better in real life because you're a big man. You're tall. You, you've got good frame. You know how sometimes when you see someone in 3D, they look better than they are in 2D? <laughs> I understand you're one of them, all P-Flex. this flame is coming my way. Oh, we're going to need to get some better pictures done, period, because, you know, whoa, whew, you're a big trouble, mate. You won't get any matches. Very, very rude. You know, Flax, you know where I think you would really shine in terms of having pictures done? Like, kind of like... Napoleon anywhere with a light source you got to get some of those white horse riding trousers with the boots (laughs) and like a big feathery hat because I think you got that regal look to you like already like I think you I think you could get a pose and I think the the ladies would be swooning like if they saw you riding a horse like a modern day Elvis Presley but on with a Napoleon outfit on a horse I think that could work really well for you is golf sexy no not really oh shit no. no Well, I'm playing, it. I'm playing today my first round at two o'clock, so wish me luck, gentlemen. All right, I, bought, well, good luck. I bought my clubs. What? I bought my clubs. I bought, got my golf shoes and my golf gloves. Was this all off the back of PGA 2K21? Dude, I played PGA yeah. and I was like, it, it just occurred to me that golf might be fun. Like, I quite enjoyed the game and I was like, you know, I wonder if this would be as fun in real life. Let's find out. So I did the lessons and at the end of the lessons, they said you can sign up and join the club. If you want to join the academy, you spend a year as an academy member, you get 10 free lessons with the pro, you can play anytime you like after 1 p.m. in the week, 2 p.m. at weekends, in you come. And I was like, done. Signed up then and there, bought a set of clubs, they're sitting right here. I went to the driving range yesterday near me. What kind of clubs did you get? Tiddlist? No, no, these these are these are just Wilson. links. links they, they, it right. was it was this whole set of clubs was three hundred quid. Oh, for a full set, and I thought that was actually pretty good for something I'm going to use for years. Hopefully. Well, I mean, remember when we were talking about the air conditioning in my garage? 
and I yeah. said that it was like two oh grand. He says too yeah, much. Yeah, two grand. I mean, that's only a couple of sets of golf clubs, really. And you think this is going to keep you comfortable for a Where long time. Where did you buy time. them, by the way? I bought them from the pro shop at the club to support the club. Okay. I went, I was talking to Duncan yesterday. He was buying a dog groomer from Amazon, right? And he noticed something weird that there were like loads of, loads of these dog groomers. You can just Google it on Amazon. And they're all like, they've got such weird names, okay? And they all look the same, but they're all like like different brands. So one of them is O'Mork, one of them Pet King, Kleeborg. Uh, they're, they're all f- like weird names, okay? And they all look the fucking same. Sminiker. Um, do you know what I mean? Go Sophia. Mm. They're, they're all vile, like, but they're all the same thing. Yeah. From China. Yeah. Shipped from China. They all cost like between twenty and thirty quid, right? Which is quite cheap for a, a electric clippers, right? But if you go on like Alibaba, which is the Chinese um, kind of everything site, yeah. um, you can get them for like two quid. Wow. Like two quid each, and so it's just these Chinese guys or selling them en masse to these sort of third-party resellers. Or sometimes just most of them are even now Chinese companies. You can actually see the company. So most of them I, I, that I looked at were in China, but some of them are in Lithuania for some reason. Or Latvia. Right. I don't know why. Maybe there's some no, tax yeah. thing. Um, I wonder why. But that's just dog clippers, right? But there's loads of them. Like Rav's got sent a smartwatch by a fan, and I looked that up on Alibaba. How much is like a smartwatch that looks like a knockoff Apple smartwatch? How much do you think it costs quid to make one? It would cost to to buy maybe. How much to make? How much oh, to buy geez. on Alibaba? Ten quid. A, a fucking dollar. What? It's like one dollar <laughs> for to buy, like a like a fake Apple watch that like actually has a screen and you can plug it in and it does stuff and it collects your phone like a fucking dollar. And I was like, <laughs> what? What the fuck? Like the whole world is upside down. Surely the fucking um, ingredients in making it cost more than a dollar. They must. Well, do. this is what I <laughs> They have to. Even even like just mass manufacturing it, like each thing must cost more yeah. than a dollar to make. It doesn't. It doesn't. It clearly doesn't because they're selling them for like a dollar 50 for like, you know, a hundred of them. And so it's like- are they making on that? For, well, they must be making something or else they wouldn't be fucking selling it. This is crazy. Once you've paid for like the fees and all this stuff. Like it's, 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 we live in this insane world. So I just wanted to bring that up just because I blew my fucking mind. Because <laughs> I've bought, loads of wanky shit on Amazon for like a 10 or 15 quid realize it's absolute shit but you know it clearly has come from can you, these resellers can you and it's been made direct. for a fucking penny can, you, can I you go can, on Alibaba order, and order stuff yeah you can yeah, you can order 10 dog groomers for two dollars <laughs> each wow. and fucking that's crazy you know, for the same price as you ordered one off Amazon it crazy. might take a while to arrive that's an hour but, and 20 lads we should probably give it a rest for today alright that's enough yeah. podcast I'll let you know anyway, how my golf we went go next, next week into that okay yeah we'll let you know about the keep us posted I just wanted to share that and that madness at the end because it blew my mind. All right. Bye, bye. everyone. Bye, bye, bye. bye, bye.